Hi, Dad. Hey, Dad, can you hear me? Yep. Great. Good evening. How you doing? Blessed. Yeah. Just blessed. I was just sitting here chatting with Raiden and talking about his future and things, and we almost lost track of time. I caught it right at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, there is a future, isn't there? Yes, and uh, and so far um, it looks like my sons have uh, that the Lord has put the same message in their heart that He put in mine, and He wants my He wants my sons to go take offices, government offices. That sounds good. He wants my children to bring their Bible into the government offices. Amen. Praise God, and I think the Lord's also going to make about you know a few hundred offices, maybe a thousand of them open here pretty short, shortly. Yes, yes, I think so too. He's absolutely going to, Dad. I, you know, I was I was thinking this morning. I said my prayers this morning, then I got in my car and I was driving to work, and and my drive to work is a little bit over an hour, and. Uh, and on the work on the way to work, I was just thinking about the state of affairs in our country, and I was thinking, Lord, you know that, that there's this what why what causes us not to pray? Yeah, is it because we don't trust God? And I was thinking about that. Is it because I don't trust God? No, you know, I I know I trust God. Yes. So 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 what is it that causes me? to hesitate and and i was thinking about that and i was thinking my way through that and i was thinking you know what it's because the evil seems so huge so prolific so deeply embedded in our nation right that 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 i i feel like i i feel like well what am i going to do i'm just one man Right. And and so I, I had to explore that thought and I had to go through that thought with the Lord. And the Lord said, well, what can you do? You're just one man. You can pray. You can pray. You have the angels of heaven at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Everything that's at my disposal is at your disposal. Yes. And I, I started thinking about that and I thought, wow. Everything that's at God's disposal, his power, his angels, his territory, it's all at our disposal. Yes. All at our disposal. And suddenly the problem doesn't seem so daunting when we when we think about it in terms like that, that everything that's in that's that's at God's disposal is in, is at our disposal. Right. You know? And uh and then I started thinking about the, the gifts, like what we were talking about in our Bible study last night, about the talents that God gives us. And, and I was thinking, well, one of my talents is a discerning of spirits. But, but how do I apply that discerning of spirits to the, to the growth of the kingdom, to the magnification of the kingdom? You know? Right. And, and, uh, and, and Holy Spirit started putting it together for me. He, he started showing me what's going on with the Democrats right now. Why has it been a never-ending scenario of a witch hunt against Trump? And the, the witch hunt isn't about them trying to get Trump out of office. It's about them protecting themselves. Because they believe... They believe that as long as they're investigating Trump, Trump will hesitate to investigate them. Trump will hesitate to arrest them to issue the arrest warrants because, because it's going to look really bad because he's under investigation by them. And, and, and so they're using this, they're, they're desperately clinging to this never-ending um, uh, trial that isn't a trial against the president because they know that the president is ready to indict them and start sending them to prison. Yeah. 
and 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 the Holy Spirit was showing me that this discernment of spirits, this discerning of spirits, that 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 it's always the same, no matter what body they are, no matter where they are, you know, because you guys know my background. I came from a background of, you know, I, I, I have seen evil. I, I have seen wickedness. I have seen um, those that exalt. Yeah. And, 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 and those that 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 commit this that level on that evil uh, are evil on that level. Sorry, they uh, they have the same evil spirits on them that are currently seen in our government. And when I say seen in our government, I don't mean just amongst the Democrats. You can see the dirty ones amongst the Republicans coming out. Oh yeah. They cling to each other by fear, blackmail, and threats. They're uniformly corrupt. When somebody comes into the government and that party, they compromise them and they keep the evidence. In other words, they create a situation where that person is caught in in some lewd act or in the midst of bribery or or cheating on their wife or, or something along those lines, and they keep the evidence. There's somebody behind them that amasses all this evidence and and uh, and they they have corrupt police politicians justice system everywhere right if you if you watch these john wick movies if anybody's watched any of these john wick movies there's this ball called, called the high table behind the scenes and 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 I believe it's something similar to that. The high table, the people that sit at the high table are the ones that have all the evidence against the other ones. Right. And when somebody needs to control another one, they can they can go to the high table and they can actually buy the evidence to be able to use against them. What do you got on this guy? Yep. And they go and buy a copy for themselves. And so not only does the high table have the big power. But, but everybody's against each other, and that's why they stick together so tightly. Because if anybody it, it dissents, if anybody tries to get taught a lesson, they get outed. There's a leak about whatever their, their dirtiness is, whatever they did. They'll, they'll get outed. The Democrats will, destroy, they will turn on and destroy anybody that doesn't toe the party line. Yeah, that's right. Well, and, and, and that's what it is, is that they're all corrupt. They're all equally corrupt. And they all know, here's the most important part. They all know that when the dominoes start falling, they're all going to fall. Yes. Uh, they, they're, they're trade. They're going to turn on each other too. Well, that's what I meant. They're going to turn on each other. Yeah. And then the dominoes will start falling everywhere. Did you notice when John McCain died that Lindsey Graham completely turned around? Yep. He had something on him. He had something on him. Their trade is corruption. Yeah. He has and when a, when a source of leaks or, or, or when a when a potential leaker yeah. is exposed they get killed yeah yeah i like that epstein yeah and you saw that his that that epstein's brother paid for a private autopsy right and the and the autopsy came back and proved that he was choked to death exactly and there's there's bones broken in his neck four four broken bones yep And uh, so, the guy that did the autopsy, I'm I'm familiar with him. So, so I guess my point that I'm making is that in a discernment of spirits, these are things that we normally don't think of as discerning of spirits. When we start thinking of discerning of spirits, we're trying to think of evil spirits, manifestations of spirits, uh, possession of spirits, those type of things. 
but this discerning of spirits, this is looking at a at a situation in the natural, right, and recognizing recognizing the playbook of the demons. Yeah. Because no matter what scenario they're in, the demons play play by the same playbook. Right. Well, in that Effenstein, there was uh, two cameras. Both of them were out and two guards sleeping. Yeah, and they took his cellmate out of the cell and sent him somewhere else so that he'd be alone. Yeah. We, we didn't need the autopsy report to know what happened there. No. But, but uh, yeah. And, and the irony is the, the whole world knows when you have something on the Clintons, you die. Yeah. The whole world knows that. There's, you can go on eBay right now and buy a T-shirt that says, I swear I don't have anything on the Clintons. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> so, it is it is discernment of, of, of spirits. And, 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 you know, if we were talking about if there were actually was some type of a group that, that was like the high table, then the Clintons sit at the head of that table. Yeah. And maybe George Soros is sitting at the other end. Right. And 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 so for them, power is information. Yeah. Well, it, I, I have no doubt in the Clinton emails and those thirty three thousand emails that she deleted that I, that I don't I never thought that that had anything to do with government. Maybe some of it has to do with government because she was absolutely corrupt. Yeah. But 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 she was also using that server because she has a vast network of informants that build up her data, her, her data center yes. of, of, of evidence against people in, in media, people in movies, people in Hollywood, the rich, the famous, the Clintons collected information on everybody and they leveraged it to their ends yeah. like there was no tomorrow. Right. So, so where does this fit in God's word? Because it does. Well, it fits in God's it, it it fits in God's words as it pertains to what we're we were talking about last night, using your talents yeah. for the kingdom of God. And it, like I was, that's where my thoughts were. Was I was thinking of of all the talents that the Lord gave me, and am I using all those talents for the kingdom of God? Right. And, and so I was thinking, I was kicking down my hand at the talents that the Lord gave me. And I was saying, and I was thinking discerning of spirits. Well, now I can see discerning of spirits when, when, when somebody calls me to come help them with a spiritual, with an actual supernatural spiritual super uh, situation in their home. But the truth is every Christian should be able to deal with that. Yes. Jesus lives in them. You know, our house in Port Arthur had a supernatural spirit there. And when mom came to visit, she just talked to the spirit and it went on about its business. We never saw it again. But that spirit had run off every people who had touched that house. Mm. Scott, if if you remember, baby, that it it was a, a week or two before I came to see you, I did it over the phone. Yeah, I remember. I don't think you. I don't think you ever had that spirit there after that phone call. I I, I don't remember where the cutoff was, but I know. <coughs> I, I remember you talking to the spirit and telling it that it needed to go to the light. Yes. But, but that spirit had manifested itself all over the house. Yes. I mean that that spirit was the propagator of why she ended up packing up the kids and leaving. You know. That was, even though she hadn't seen it in a long time, it was a huge insurmountable hurdle to her that that in her mind, that place was haunted. Yeah. You know? Yep. And and that, that spirit manifested itself as a small child in the semblance of a small child that had died on the property in the swimming pool. Uh And that spirit would show up in the kitchen, 
in a, I had a big, huge glass enclosed library with floor to ceiling bookshelves and a bar and, and that thing would come outside and it would appear uh, outside the library, walking along the glass wall, knocking on the glass, calling for mom. Ah. Not too many women can handle that. Yeah. <clears throat> no. It would knock on the glass and put his face against the glass and say, mom, mom. That's, uh, you know, for those of us who aren't walking in the power of God, if you're looking to expedite, expedite the demise of your marriage, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So tonight we're in chapter 25, verse 30. Okay. Chapter 25, verse 30. I don't know where Aaron is. I texted him separately, too. I don't know why he's not logged in. Okay. I know Mel's not logged in, either. I didn't get Melanie or Aaron tonight. Oh. Are they out Halloweening? Maybe so. Okay. All right, let's say our prayers. Father, thank you for this time together as a family to read your word. Please bless and keep us. Help us to understand your word. Help us to receive your word. We yield our hearts up to you, fertile soil. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We pray for those members of our family who are not here tonight that, that you would put on their heart to listen to this, this uh, Bible study after the fact. And Lord, we bless your great name for making it uh, possible for us to, to have the providence of our Bible study for others to listen to. We ask you to bless the Bible study, to multiply the Bible study, to put it out into the world, and to feed your sheep with it, Lord God. In, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, verse 31. Oh, there's Aaron. Aaron, can you hear us? Yeah. Was that Aaron? Uh, Aaron? Oh, well, he's logged in. Maybe he can't speak, but he can hear. He might be in his no. car. Yeah. I am in my car, but uh, we just got out of a movie, but we wanted to make sure that we could get every second that we could get. Okay. Roger that. So we are in Matthew 25, verse 31, and I'm reading tonight. Lucky for you. Thank the Lord. I know it's my turn coming up next. <laughs> when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and, and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. That was verse 31. Okay? That was after last night he cast the unprofitable servant out into the darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I'll read 31 again so that we're tying it together. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all the nations. And he'll separate them one from another. As a shepherd divides the sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For when I was hungry, you gave me meat. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was a stranger, when I was naked, you clothed me. When I was sick, you visited me. 
when I was in prison, you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer unto him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and fed you? Or when were you thirsty and we gave you drink? When did we see you a stranger and brought you in? Or naked and clothed you? Or when were you sick or in prison and we came unto you? And the king answered and said unto them, Verily I say to you, inasmuch as you have done it to the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. Then shall ye say also unto the ones on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and the angels. So, okay, I want to, put, I want to point this out. Many denominational churches talk about the unbelievers are the ones that get pushed into the everlasting fire. They're the ones that's going to burn forever. I have never been able to find that in the scriptures. Everything I can find in the scriptures, the ones that are the unbelievers, they're going to get burned up like chafe. He's going to come with this winnowing fan in his hand, and the unbelievers, boop, they're going to burn up, go. They're not going to burn forever. They are going to burn up, poof, they're gone. There's nothing left of them, and, and I'll prove it to you. If they don't have eternal life, how can they burn forever? If they burn forever, then that means they have eternal life. If they're not born again, they can't burn forever. They have to burn up. Now let's see which ones they burn forever. These are the ones that go into the everlasting fire. I'm going to start at verse 41 again. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, the fire that was prepared for the devil and the angels. Was it prepared for people? No, it wasn't. It was not. It was prepared for the devil and the angels, and these are believers getting cast into this fire. Mm. Verse 42, for I was hungry, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. I was naked, and you clothed me not. I was sick in prison, and you visited me not. Then shall they answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hunger or thirst or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and we didn't minister unto you? Then he answered them and he said, Verily I say unto you, and as much as you did not do it to the least of these, you did not do it to me. Now pay attention to verse 46. And these shall go into everlasting punishment, but the righteous will go into life eternal. Who goes into the everlasting punishment? The ones who didn't believe in Christ or the ones who did believe in Christ but didn't do what he said? The hypocrites. The hypocrites. The ones that burn in fire forever are the hypocrites. And those same hypocrites are the ones hypocrites. that will tell us that it's the unbelievers that's going to burn in the fire forever. They don't even want to think about the fact that it's going to be them. That it's believers... It's believers that burn forever. You're born again. You accepted Jesus Christ. You're born again. You live forever. If you don't obey his commandments, what happens to you? You're an unprofitable servant. Yeah. And as we read last night wow. and tonight, that means you're a wicked servant. There's no room in heaven for wickedness. No. And it's the wicked servants that are going to end up burning. And why do they burn forever? Because they've already received eternal life. If you've received eternal life, you're going to burn forever. There's no end to you in the, in the fire. You can't just poof out or else that means God's word wouldn't be true. God's word says you receive eternal life. What? When you believe. When you repent and you believe. So if you receive that eternal life and yet you refuse to do what your master says, then he says himself, why do you call me master if you don't do what I said? We're certainly not going to be invited into heaven exalting ourselves against our master. There's a fire prepared for angels in hell, angels that did the same thing. They exalted themselves against their master. They accepted him as their Lord and then what they do? They betrayed him. 
They did what they wanted to do. So there's a place in hell, a fire prepared for those that do what they want to do. Those that don't obey the master. That's a scary thought. You want a fire and brimstone, fire and brimstone pre, uh, pa, uh, sermon? That's a fire and brimstone sermon. But the fire and brimstone sermons that I've heard were always against the people that didn't accept Christ. I've never been able to find that anywhere in the scriptures. I found three places in the scriptures that talk about the unbelievers being burned up. Poof, poof, the flame hits them. Poof, they burn up. There's nothing eternal about them. They burn up like sawdust. They're gone. And they're wiped out. It's the believers. It's the follower of Christ. The people that have eternal life that burn forever. Dad, if you would, you can add, add whatever you like and, and pray. I, I have always had real... What is it, Dad? I've always had a real hard time on that part, but I always believe that we had to obey God. We have to obey Him. And and we're all to obey Him. Followers, we are, we are to obey Him. Yeah. And, and, and pastors don't want to preach that hard truth right there because it'll empty out the pews. Well, yeah, I probably would go, go somewhere else. Yes. In, in the book of Acts, after Elias um, yes, died lied to the Holy Spirit, yes, it says that the people around him respected the Christians, but they were scared of them. They were scared. They were scared. They didn't jump in there with a God that takes that that holds you accountable. Yeah, it actually there's actually a mention in that in that couple of verses there that says that the that that, that basically was a really slowed down the number of people that were joining the church. They withheld from joining the church because they were afraid. Yeah, so so it it wasn't became a, you know, you're either all all out. That's right. You can't come into this and are thing right now. Yes. You know? Yes. I think the same thing is is in the case of who we vote for because the if you read the uh, platform of each uh, uh, party that's what you should be voting on. Yes, we shouldn't be voting because of their party, and we, we, we shouldn't be voting because of, of, of where their loyalties lie. What we should be voting is what their values are. Exactly. Do their values line up with my values? Do their values align themselves with the Word of God? Yeah. If their values line themselves up with the Word of God, that man should get my vote. Right. No, no, no matter who he is, no matter how dynamic he is, no matter if he's, no matter if he's the ugliest man that ever walked the face of the earth, and I can't stand to look at him, but his values line up with my beliefs in my Lord. Yes. Okay. One uh, input. Father, we come to we thank you for caring for loving us. Thank you for your vision of every day. Thank you, Father, for your great new every morning. Thank you, Father, for our and Father, we pray that you would touch each Lord. Open the eyes and understanding of our children, our children. Father, they might fight and depth and breath with us. And in doing that, Lord, knowing they need to serve you with all their heart. We give you praise, 
We honor you. And we lift up our country to you, Father, because, Lord, we're in a turmoil. And I come against the evil forces that have taken and joined themselves to men and women and using them as their ploy. And we pray, God, demolish the strongholds, tear them down. And I come against the evil ones, Lord, the powers and values and rulers of darkness and high places. And I ask you, Lord, to protect our president. Protect those, Lord, who honor you and honor the word of God. And we ask God that you make them stronger. I pray for our church, Father. God, that you would move in the hearts of our pastors and teachers, preachers. Lord, those who spread the gospel, that you protect those, Lord, faithful and demolish, Lord, the churches that uh, are walking in total contrast to your love and grace. We pray for our school, Lord, that you would cleanse our schools, our colleges, our universities. Lord, that you would cleanse and move the hearts of people, Lord, to do and seek what I pray, Father, for Lord, in our family of those who are sick among us, including Gwen, my Father. Lord, you know our need. I pray, God, that would meet the needs of our heart, Lord, that people would see that we honor you, Lord, no matter what. And that you, Lord, are our guide and our help and our strength. And we just ask, God, that you will guide our hearts in everything that we do, Father. That, Lord, what we do, we bring you glory and honor. And we speak, Lord, over this country. In the precious and sweet name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I love you, family. Amen. You bet. Take care. I love Aaron you, too. I'm sorry we were late today, guys. To the beginning when me and Dad were talking politics. <laughs> uh, you know what? I definitely will, because ever since God said governor, man, that's it's, uh, it's definitely a weight on my shoulders. I mean, I, at the beginning of this call, we were talking about discernment of spirits and how it applies to that. Yeah. All right. That's right. All right. Good night, everybody. I love you. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And Grandpa, love you too, Grandpa. Thank you for sending me that in the morning um, by personal text message. I really appreciate it, and I did listen to the uh, sermon that you sent to me as well. And uh, it definitely helped me start off my day. Well, God bless. God bless. All right. Bye-bye. Absolutely. God bless you. Hi, Dad. Hey, Dad, can you hear me? Yep. Great. Good evening. How you doing? Blessed. Yeah. Just blessed. I was just sitting here chatting with Raiden and talking about his future and things, and we almost lost track of time. I caught it right at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, there is a future, isn't there? Yes, and uh, and so far um, it looks like my sons have uh, that the Lord has put the same message in their heart that He put in mine, and He wants my He wants my sons to go take offices, government offices. That sounds good. He wants my children to bring their Bible into the government offices. Amen. Praise God, and I think the Lord's also going to make about you know a few hundred offices, maybe a thousand of them open here pretty short, shortly. Yes, yes, I think so too. He's absolutely going to, Dad. I, you know, I was I was thinking this morning. I said my prayers this morning. Then I got in my car and I was driving to work, and and my drive to work is a little bit over an hour, and. Uh, and on the work, I, on the way to work, I was just thinking about the state of affairs in our country, 
and I was thinking, Lord, you know, that, that there's this, what, why, what causes us not to pray? Yeah. Is it because we don't trust God? And I was thinking about that. Is it because I don't trust God? No. You know, I, I know I trust God. Yes. So, so, so what is it that causes me to hesitate? And, and I was thinking about that and I was thinking my way through that. And I was thinking, you know what? It's because the evil seems so huge, so prolific, so deeply embedded in our nation. Right. That, that, that I, I feel like, I feel like, well, what am I going to do? I'm just one man. Right. And and so I, I had to explore that thought, and I had to go through that thought with the Lord. And the Lord said, well, what can you do? You're just one man. You can pray. You can pray. You have the angels of heaven at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Everything that's at my disposal is at your disposal. Yes. And I, I started thinking about that, and I thought, wow. Everything that's at God's disposal, his power, his angels, his territory, it's all at our disposal. Yes. All at our disposal. And suddenly the problem doesn't seem so daunting when we when we think about it in terms like that, that everything that's in that's that's at God's disposal is in, is at our disposal. All right. You know, and uh, and then I started thinking about the, the gifts, like what we were talking about in our Bible study last night about the talents that God gives us. And, and I was thinking, well, one of my talents is a discerning of spirits. But but how do I apply that discerning of spirits to the to the growth of the kingdom, to the magnification of the kingdom? You know, right. And and uh, and and Holy Spirit started putting it together for me. He, he started showing me what's going on with the Democrats right now. Why has it been a never ending scenario of a witch hunt against Trump? And the, the witch hunt isn't about them trying to get Trump out of office. It's about them protecting themselves because they believe they believe that as long as they're investigating Trump, Trump will hesitate to investigate them. Trump will hesitate to arrest them to issue the arrest warrants because, because it's going to look really bad because he's under investigation by them. And, and, and so they're using this, they're, they're desperately clinging to this never ending um, uh, trial that isn't a trial against the president because they know that the president is ready to indict them and start sending them to prison. Yeah. And, and, and the Holy spirit was showing me that this discernment of spirits, this discerning of spirits that, 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 that it's always the same, no matter what body they are, no matter where they are, you know, because you guys know my background. I came from a background of, you know, I, I, I have seen evil. I, I have seen wickedness. I have seen um, those that exalt. Yeah. And, 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 and those that, that, that commit this, that level on that evil uh, are evil on that level. Sorry. They, uh, they have the same evil spirits on them that are currently seen in our government. And when I say seen in our government, I don't mean just amongst the Democrats. You can see the dirty ones amongst the Republicans coming out. Oh, yeah. They cling to each other by fear, blackmail, and threats. They're uniformly corrupt. When somebody comes into the government and that party, they compromise them and they keep the evidence. In other words, they create a situation where that person is caught in, in, in some lewd act or in the midst of bribery 
or are cheating on their wife or, or something along those lines, and they keep the evidence. There's somebody behind them that amasses all this evidence, and, and, uh, and they, they have corrupt police, politicians, justice system everywhere. Right. If you, if you watch these John Wick movies, if anybody's watched any of these John Wick movies, there's this ball called, called the high table behind the scenes. And, 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 and I believe it's something similar to that. The high table, the people that sit at the high table are the ones that have all the evidence against the other ones. Right. And when somebody needs to control another one, they can they can go to the high table and they can actually buy the evidence to be able to use against them. What do you got on this guy? Yep. And they go and buy a copy for themselves. And so not only does the high table have the big power, but but everybody's against each other. And that's why they stick together so tightly. Because if anybody dissents, if anybody tries to get taught a lesson they get outed. There's a leak about whatever their, their dirtiness is, whatever they did. They'll, they'll get outed. The Democrats will destroy, they will turn on and destroy anybody that doesn't tow the party line. Yeah, that's right. Well, and, and, and that's what it is, is that they're all corrupt. They're all equally corrupt. And they all know, here's the most important part, they all know that when the dominoes start falling, they're all going to fall. Yes. Uh, they, their trade. They're going to turn on each other, too. Well, that's what I meant. They're going to turn on each other. Yeah. And then the dominoes will start falling everywhere. Did you notice when John McCain died that Lindsey Graham completely turned around? Yep. He had something on him. He had something on him. Their trade is corruption. Yeah. He had and when a, when a source of leaks or, or, or when a when a potential leaker yeah. is exposed, they get killed. Yeah. Yeah, I like that Epstein. Yeah. And you saw that his that that Epstein's brother paid for a private autopsy, right? And the and the autopsy came back and proved that he was choked to death. Exactly. And there's there's bones broken in his neck. Four four broken bones. Yep. And uh, so the guy that did the autopsy, I'm I'm familiar with him. So. So I guess my point that I'm making is that in a discernment of spirits, these are things that we normally don't think of as discerning of spirits. When we start thinking of discerning of spirits, we're trying to think of evil spirits, manifestations of spirits, uh, possession of spirits, those type of things. But this discerning of spirits, this is looking at a, at a situation in the natural right. and recognizing, recognizing the playbook of the demons. Yeah. Because no matter what scenario they're in, the demons play play by the same playbook. Right. Well, in that Effenstein, there was uh, two cameras, both of them were out, and two guards sleeping. Yeah, and they took his cellmate out of the cell and sent him somewhere else so that he'd be alone. Yeah. We we didn't need the autopsy report to know what happened there. No. But. But uh, yeah. And and the irony is, the the whole world knows when you have something on the Clintons, you die. Yeah, the whole world knows that. There's you can go on eBay right now and buy a T-shirt that says, "I swear I don't have anything on the Clintons." Yeah, I know that. <laughs> so it's. It is discernment of, of, of spirits. And, 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 you know, if we were talking about if there were actually was some type of a group that, that was like the high table, then the Clintons sit at the head of that table. Yeah. And maybe George Soros is sitting at the other end. Right. 
and 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 so for them power is information yeah well it... i i have no doubt in the clinton emails and those thirty-three thousand emails that she deleted that I, that i don't i never thought that that had anything to do with government maybe some of it has to do with government because she was absolutely corrupt yeah but 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 she was also using that server because she has a vast network of informants that build up her data her her data center yes of 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 evidence against people in in media people in movies people in hollywood the rich the famous the clintons collected information on everybody and they leveraged it to their ends yeah like there is no tomorrow right so so where does this fit in god's word because it does well it fits in god's it, it it fits in god's words as it pertains to what we're we we're talking about last night using your talents yeah. for the kingdom of god and it like i was that's where my thoughts were was i was thinking of, of all the talents that the Lord gave me, and am I using all those talents for the kingdom of God? Right. And and so I was thinking, I was kicking down my hand at the talents that the Lord gave me, and I was saying, and I was thinking discerning of spirits. Well, now I can see discerning of spirits when 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 somebody calls me to come help them with a spiritual, with an actual supernatural spiritual super. Uh, situation in their home but the truth is every christian should be able to deal with that yes jesus lives in them you know our house in port arthur had a supernatural spirit there and when mom came to visit she just talked to the spirit and it went on about its business we never saw it again but that spirit had run off every people who had touched that house mm. scott if, yep. if you remember baby that it, it was a, a week or two before i came to see you i did it over the phone yeah i remember i don't think you, I, I don't think you ever had that spirit there after that phone call i i i don't remember where the cutoff was but i know I remember you talking to the spirit and telling it that it needed to go to the light. Yes. But, but that spirit had manifested itself all over the house. Yes. I mean, that, that spirit was the propagator of why she ended up packing up the kids and leaving. You know, that was, even though she hadn't seen it in a long time, it was a huge insurmountable hurdle to her that, that in her mind, that place was haunted. Yeah. You know? Yep. And and that that spirit manifested itself as a small child in the semblance of a small child that had died on the property in the swimming pool. Uh -huh. And that spirit would show up in the kitchen in a I had a big huge glass enclosed library with floor to shield ceiling bookshelves and a bar and and that thing would come outside and it would appear uh, outside the library walking along the glass wall knocking on the glass, calling for mom. Ah. Not too many women can handle that. Yeah. <clears throat> no. It would knock on the glass and put his face against the glass and say, mom, mom. That's, uh, you know, for those of us who weren't walking in the power of God, if you're looking to expedite, expedite the demise of your marriage, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So tonight we're in chapter 25, verse 30. Okay. Chapter 25, verse 30. I don't know where Aaron is. I texted him separately, too. I don't know why he's not logged in. Okay. I know Mel's not logged in either. Ah. I didn't get Melanie or Aaron tonight. Oh. 
Are they out Halloweening? Maybe so. Okay. All right, let's say our prayers. Father, thank you for this time together as a family to read your word. Please bless and keep us. Help us to understand your word. Help us to receive your word. We yield our hearts up to you, fertile soil. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We pray for those members of our family who are not here tonight that that you would put on their heart to listen to this this. Uh, Bible study after the fact, and Lord, we, we bless your great name for making it uh, possible for us to, to have the providence of our Bible study for others to listen to. We ask you to bless the Bible study, to multiply the Bible study, to put it out into the world, and to feed your sheep with it, Lord God. In, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, verse 31. Oh, there's Aaron. Aaron, can you hear us? Yeah. Was that Aaron? Uh Oh, well, he's logged in. Maybe he can't speak, but he can hear. He might be in his car. Yeah. I am in my car, but uh, we just got out of a movie, but we wanted to make sure that we could get every second that we could get. Okay. Roger that. So we are in Matthew 25, verse 31, and I'm reading tonight. Lucky for you. <laughs> Thank the Lord. I know it's my turn coming up next. <laughs> When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. That was verse 31. Okay? That was after last night he cast the unprofitable servant out into the darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And I'll read 31 again so that we're tying it together. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory, and before him shall be gathered all the nations. And he'll separate them one from another, as a shepherd divides the sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, and the goats on his left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come ye, blessed of my father, Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For when I was hungry, you gave me meat. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was a stranger, when I was naked, you clothed me. When I was sick, you visited me. When I was in prison, you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer unto him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and fed you? Or when were you thirsty and we gave you drink? When did we see you a stranger and brought you in? Or naked and clothed you? Or when were you sick or in prison and we came unto you? And the king answered and said unto them, Verily I say to you, Inasmuch as you have done it to the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. Then shall ye say also unto the ones on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and the angels. So, okay, I want, to put, I want to point this out. Many denominational churches talk about the unbelievers are the ones that get pushed into the everlasting fire. They're the ones that's going to burn forever. I have never been able to find that in the scriptures. Everything I can find in the scriptures, the ones that are the unbelievers, they're going to get burned up like chafe. He's going to come with his winnowing fan in his hand, and the unbelievers, poof, they're going to burn up, go. They're not going to burn forever. They're going to burn up, poof, they're gone. There's nothing left of them, and, and I'll prove it to you. If they don't have eternal life, how can they burn forever? If they burn forever, then that means they have eternal life. 
if they're not born again, they can't burn forever. They have to burn up. Now let's see which ones they burn forever. These are the ones that go into the everlasting fire. I'm going to start at verse 41 again. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, the fire that was prepared for the devil and the angels. Was it prepared for people? No, it wasn't. It was not. It was prepared for the devil and the angels, and these are believers getting cast into this fire. Mm. Verse 42, For I was hungry, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you took me not in. I was naked, and you clothed me not. I was sick in prison, and you visited me not. Then shall they answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hunger or thirst or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and we didn't minister unto you? Then he answered them and he said, Verily I say unto you, and as much as you did not do it to the least of these, you did not do it to me. Now pay attention to verse 46. And these shall go into everlasting punishment but the righteous will go into life eternal. Who goes into the everlasting punishment? The ones who didn't believe in Christ or the ones who did believe in Christ but didn't do what he said? The hypocrites. The hypocrites. The ones that burn in fire forever are the hypocrites. And those same hypocrites are the ones that will tell us that it's the unbelievers that's going to burn in the fire forever. They don't even want to think about the fact that it's going to be them. That it's believers. It's believers that burn forever. You're born again. You accepted Jesus Christ. You're born again. You live forever. If you don't obey his commandments, what happens to you? You're an unprofitable servant. And as we read last night and tonight, that means you're a wicked servant. There's no room in heaven for wickedness. No. And it's the wicked servants that are going to end up burning. And why do they burn forever? Because they've already received eternal life. If you've received eternal life, you're going to burn forever. There's no end to you in the, in the fire. You can't just poof out or else that means God's word wouldn't be true. God's word says you receive eternal life. What? When you believe, when you repent and you believe. So if you receive that eternal life and yet you refuse to do what your master says, then he says himself, why do you call me master if you don't do what I said? We're certainly not going to be invited into heaven exalting ourselves against our master. There's a fire prepared for angels in hell, angels that did the same thing. They exalted themselves against their master. They accepted him as their Lord and then what they do? They betrayed him. They did what they wanted to do. So there's a place in hell, a fire prepared for those that do what they want to do. Those that don't obey the master. That's a scary thought. And you want a fire and brimstone, fire and brimstone pre, uh, pat, uh, sermon? That's a fire and brimstone sermon. But the fire and brimstone sermons that I've heard were always against the people that didn't accept Christ. I've never been able to find that anywhere in the scriptures. I found three places in the scriptures that talk about the unbelievers being burned up. Poof! Poof! The flame hits them. Poof! They burn up. There's nothing eternal about them. They burn up like sawdust. They're gone. And they're wiped out. It's the believers, it's the follower of Christ, the people that have eternal life that burn forever. Dad, if you would, you can add, add whatever you like and, and pray. I, I have always had real... <laughs> what is it, Dad? I've always had a real hard time on that part, but I always believe that we had to obey God. We have to obey Him. And and we're called to obey Him. 
followers we are we are to obey. Yeah. And 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 pastors don't want to preach that hard truth right there because it'll empty out the pews. Well, yeah, I probably would go go somewhere else. Yes. In, in the book of Acts, after Sapphira, um, yes, died lied to the Holy Spirit. Yes. It says that the people around them respected the Christians, but they were scared of them. They were scared. They were scared. They didn't jump in there with a God that takes that that holds you accountable. Yeah, it actually there's actually a mention in that in that couple of verses there that says that the that that, that basically was a really slowed down the number of people that were joining the church. They withheld from joining the church because they were afraid. Yeah, so, so it, it wasn't, it became, a, you know, you're either all you're all out. That's right. You, you can't come into this and are just being right now. Yes. You know? Yes. I think the same thing is is in the case of who we vote for because the if you read the uh, platform of each uh, uh, party, that's what you should be voting on. Yes, we shouldn't be voting because of their party, and we 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 shouldn't be voting because of 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 where their loyalties lie. What we should be voting is what their values are. Exactly. Do their values line up with my values? Do their values align themselves with the Word of God? Yeah. If their values line themselves up with the Word of God, that man should get my vote. Right. No, yeah. no, no matter who he is, no matter how dynamic he is, no matter if he's, no matter if he's the ugliest man that ever walked the face of the earth, and I can't stand to look at him, but his values line up with my beliefs in my Lord. Okay, uh, want Father, we come to you we thank you for caring for us. Thank you for your vision of every day. Thank you, Father, for your great new every morning. Thank you, Father, for our and Father, we pray that you would Touch each Lord. Open the eyes and understanding of our children, our children. Father, they might height and depth and breadth with us. And in doing that, Lord, knowing they need to serve you with all their heart. We give you praise. We honor you. And we lift up our country to you, Father, because, Lord, we're in a and I come against the evil forces that have taken and joined themselves to men and women and using them as their ploy. And we pray, God, to demolish the strongholds, tear them down. And I come against the evil ones, Lord, the powers and the and rulers of darkness in high places. And I ask you, Lord, Protect our president. Protect those, Lord, who honor you and honor the word of God. We ask God that you make them stronger. I pray for our church, Father. God, that you would move in the hearts of our pastors and teachers, preachers. Lord, those who spread the gospel, that you protect those, Lord, faithful. And demolish, Lord, the churches that uh, are walking in total contrast to your love and grace. We pray for our school, Lord, that you would cleanse our schools, our colleges, our universities. Lord, that you would cleanse and move the hearts of people, Lord, to do and speak what I pray, Father, for your touch, Lord, in our family of those who are sick 
among us, including Gwen, my father. Lord, you know our need. I, I pray God would meet the needs of our heart, Lord. That people would see that we honor you, Lord, no matter what. And that you, Lord, are our guide and our help and our strength. And we just ask God that you will guide our hearts in everything that we do, Father. That, Lord, what we do, we bring you glory and honor. And we speak, Lord, over this country. In the precious and sweet name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I love you, family. Amen. You bet. Take care. I love you, too. I'm sorry we were late today, guys. To the beginning when me and Dad were talking politics. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I definitely will, because ever since God said governor, man, that's it's, uh, it's definitely a weight on my shoulders. We were talking about discernment of spirits and how it applies to that. Yeah. All right. That's right. All right. Good night, everybody. I love you. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And Grandpa, love you too. Grandpa, thank you for sending me that in the morning um, by personal text message. I really appreciate it. And I did listen to the uh, sermon that you sent to me as well. And uh, it definitely helped me start off my day well. Well, God bless. God bless. All right, bye-bye. Absolutely. God bless you.